the Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on that American Voice Radio Network. Today's date's January 4th, 2024. Since the world is in turmoil, where is that chaos? Most don't realize it, but we are in that time at the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. It's a happy time as well as a sad time. So it's time to get out of sin as it always is. Every day, every minute of your life, it's time to get out of sin. Get out of the world and look to that holy city. That's your time clock. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Did you not hear the sound of the shofar? You need to heed the warning. Now, get right now before it's too late. Please make the choice for you should or not. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. The phone number, of course, 620-878-4682. Or just skip to my cell phone, but text me first, 316-619-4886. You can always find updates with the breaking news all about the Wichita Mission Church, radio program archives, contact information, all this and much more at our ministry hub, which is very simply what? ProphecyHour.com. That's ProphecyHour.com. Remember, we are a live radio program, which is simulcast live on the internet nationally on some independent FM stations, four different MP3 streams, Kick, Twitch, Rumble, Phone Bridge, picked up by most every podcatcher out there. Let's thank our listener base tonight in places like Malamo, Sweden, Sydney, Australia, Berlin, Germany, of course, in the United States, such as Fort Worth, Texas, Las Vegas, Nevada, Ann Arbor, Michigan. And last week, Richmond, Washington, was the largest group of listeners to our podcast radio archives, at least when they go to branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com. Okay, let's get up in here. Dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua, Hamashiach's name, Father, I pray radio tonight goes according to your will, not our will, Father. And give everyone out there ears who wish to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh, please, in your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach's mighty name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, tonight we got back on with us a really dedicated watchman. Yeah, you're right. That's Michael Snyder. He's also a great book author. He has a, uh, a blog called the Economic Collapse Blog and Most Important Things. But nowadays, you can find all that at his Substract which I will definitely send a link out to you when this program goes to, you know, to the, I hate to say it, podcast. I really hate that word, podcast, because the radio program archives. Anyway, I guess I've been doing radio too long. He's also author of the books, The Beginning of the End, The Rapture Verdict, Get Prepared Now, Living a Life That Really Matters, Lost Prophecies of the Future of America, Seven-Year Apocalypse, End Times, and his latest book is Chaos, which I hear is doing really well. He's also very popular on other prophecy-related radio and TV programs. Tonight, let's check in with him. Are you there with me, Michael? I'm here, Pastor Dan. How are you doing, my friend? Just fine. Always glad to hear your voice. And, you know, most people say, oh, I'm so glad we got rid of 2023 and we're going into 2024, which is second or new year. But um, 2024, uh, I don't know what to say about it, if you know what I mean. Back to you. Yeah, yeah, and there's always optimism at the beginning of a new year. People, uh, you know, say, hey, this year is going to be better. This, you know, so many good things are going to happen. Of course, 2024 started off with quite a bang. You know, on New Year's Day, we had uh, uh, the, uh, the giant earthquake in uh, Japan, and there was also a sizable earthquake in Southern California, kind of to remind us, hey, 
you know, the, our, our planet's becoming increasingly unstable. And then we've seen, uh, you know, the next day we had the deputy leader, the deputy leader of Hamas was killed uh, uh, right near, right there in Beirut, right near the headquarters of Hezbollah. Uh, and then the day after that, there was those uh, that, uh, those explosions in Iran yeah, as people had uh, gathered to uh, commemorate the, uh, the the death of uh, Soleimani. You know that there was uh, tremendous yeah. explosions; more than 100 people died, and and uh, the war in the Middle East is escalating. And and all this is just in the first few days of uh, 2024. So I think it's going to be a chaotic year, Pastor Dan. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of uh, chaotic or chaos, I really want to talk uh, a little bit about, um, or as much as you want, about your new book that just came out. Um, you, you got me a copy in the mail, and I started reading it, and it really covers uh, some really important things. And some of the things that I liked that really stood out was, now, folks, and you you hear us talk about the wars of the the, of the apocalypse, that explains that in here, and you got that one of my favorite chapters about the Ark of the Covenant. That is a really important thing, but all of these things are super important. So, is the book doing well? I mean, what's going on with it? Yeah, the the, the book is doing uh, very well, and then the, the response of the people that are reading it has been just overwhelming because people are are kind of blown away by the information because of all the things that I tie together. And then I, because they're they're all related and they're all tying together, and there's so many things that are literally pointing to 2024. In particular, uh, this eclipse that's coming up. Uh, that you know, of course, the main in the mainstream media and even the conservative media, they're not really talking about the significance of this. But I think that this is a really big deal, and the fact that it falls on the very first day of the biblical year, I think is hugely significant. I've had some questions about that because people look at their Hebrew calendars and they say, oh, the first day of the year on the biblical calendar says on my calendar right here, it falls on April 9th, you know, and people not realizing, oh, they, they, they have it on April 9th, but it starts at sundown the uh, right. the day before. It, you know, our, our definition of a day is not a definition of a day according to God. You know, it's... Uh, when we call something a day, like New Year's Day, that's actually parts of two days that have been smashed together, you know. But so the God's definition of a day and our definition of a day is actually different. But this eclipse, which is coming, which is going to cross over the United States, total solar eclipse, and it'll be the last one until 2044. Uh, it, it, when it comes, it's going it's to do some remarkable things. But it's going to be crossing over the United States after the sun is already set in Jerusalem on April 8th. So begin, the beginning of the new year of, on God's calendar will begin in Jerusalem before that eclipse starts crossing the United States. So basically, right. as the new biblical year is beginning, as it's being ushered in, we're going to have the great American eclipse of 2024, Pastor Dan. And, yeah. and Jesus told us there'd be signs in the sun and moon and stars, and you can't have an eclipse without the sun and the moon. And, and I think this is going to be a really big deal. And I think the fact that it's happening on the first day of the bi biblical year of, of that's coming up in the spring, I think I'm, I'm not expecting something dramatic to happen on that particular day, Pastor Dan, necessarily. But I think the year is being marked because it's happening. This eclipse is happening on the first day of that year. And so I think this upcoming biblical year, which begins on April 8th, 2024, is going to be a very special one. Yeah, I I agree with you, and there's a lot there's a lot more information about that than not because it's it's one of the three that you know it marks it, uh, and that's fantastic. And let me go with this. You know, you said that about you know the, the like today, folks. You know, guess what? It got dark here in uh, Kansas, and it's no longer um, Thursday. Today is Friday because at dark Friday started, and that is one of the most things that I that I've seen so many people confused over even people that keep the Yahweh's calendar get confused on it because they end up looking at both you know they'll glance at at the regular calendar I guess secular calendar and then you 
you know, they get mixed up. I know I, I have to point it out to people all the time, but it is quite fantastic. But the other information that goes with this, besides the marking of what it actually represents, the owl, that's quite a thing. Oh, yeah, Pastor Dan. You know, because this is going to bring a kind of a conclusion of, of these the series of eclipses which we've seen. So, And, and it's coming up, and, and it's being projected that this eclipse that's coming up on April 8th is going to be the most viewed astronomical event in the entire history of the United States. So that's really something. In fact, according to the Washington Post, more than 30 million Americans will be able to just walk outside their house and see it. But, of course, a lot of people are also going to be traveling, and they're going to be coming to, to, to see it. Um, right. But, you know, we, we, we've known, you know, this has been kind of coming for a while because we had the Great American Eclipse of 2017, which also uh, was a total solar eclipse and, and crossed across uh, the entire uh, length of the country. Uh, and then we just had the Ring of Fire eclipse on a uh, solar eclipse on October 14th, 2023. And those three eclipses collectively together form a giant Aleph in Paleo-Hebrew, a Paleo-Hebrew Aleph, not the Aleph we know of today that's evolved in modern Hebrew, but the kind of Aleph that would have been in use when the Bible was being written, when the, you know, back, you know, the days of the Torah and the, 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 the prophets and, you know, the books of the Old Testament being written, uh, the kind of Aleph in use back then well, there's this giant Aleph, those three eclipses, the paths of those three eclipses are will form a giant Aleph over America, which will be completed on April 2024. And then if you just take the path of the Great American Eclipse of 2017 and the, the path of the Great American Eclipse of 2024, those two cross one another and they will form a giant Paleo-Hebrew Tav over America, which will be completed on April April 8th. 2024. So you've got the Aleph, you've got the Tav, and then, then uh, at the heart of that Tav actually forms a giant X right over the New Madrid fault zone, which a lot of people think is very, very interesting, Pastor Dan. Yeah, absolutely. And the top, most people don't understand the significance of it. You know, that Alpha and Omega, you know, this it, it's, just, it's quite something. But you explain that in your book. Um, and that's that's what's really great about this. There's all these. We don't have the let's go with this, folks. We don't have the time to get into depth to all the different things that are going on. The things that we talk about for even if we spent 30 minutes on one topic, there's always more in depth to it. Well, Michael in this book um, explains the in depth of those, and you know it's some pretty fantastic stuff especially the way that you did put it together. And then in the end of the book, though, you did give like the most important thing, and you even gave him some tips tips about various states and what to expect back to you. Yeah, yeah, I've got practical advice, I've got, and, and a lot of people are looking at relocating, so I give my uh, some opinions on all 50 states about, you know, potential relocation. And of course, ultimately, some people will be called to go out of the country, but it's pretty remarkable because the, the Aleph Tav is, uh, you know, such an important thing. You know, because it's, it's in the very first verse of the Bible. There's seven Hebrew words in the very first verse of the Bible, Genesis 1-1. Only six of them are translated into English. You know, the Aleph Tav is there, but it's never translated. So I, I, growing up, I never knew, I went to church all my life, never knew that there's a word in Genesis 1-1 that's not even translated for us. It's the Aleph Tav, and the Aleph Tav is found thousands, literally thousands of times throughout the Tanakh, the, the Old Testament. And the vast majority of times it's not translated, and I explain a, a why in, in the book why the experts don't want to translate it. But it's actually very, very important. And, and in the book, I, I, I go to the, the, the book of Revelation. I connect it with the book of Revelation because God reveals, we, we know that God reveals the end from the beginning. And that, that's what prophecy is all about. God knows history in advance. He tells us the end from the beginning. But he also reveals the beginning from the end. And, and what I mean by that is that the very end of the book of Revelation, Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Okay, 
but and, uh, and so people say, oh, that's the first and last letter of the Greek alphabet. Jesus sang on the beginning and the end, the first and last. Okay, I get it. But in their original conversation, you see, the Apostle John didn't speak Greek, you know. And when Jesus was walking around on this earth with his apostles, with the Apostle John when he was here, they spoke Hebrew. You know, they spoke Hebrew to one another. Yeah. And so, you know, and even today when Jesus appears to someone, if Jesus appeared to you, Pastor Dan, he wouldn't be speaking French because you don't understand French. He would be speaking English. You know, that's how it works all over the world. And so when I believe when Jesus appeared to the Apostle John, uh, you know, in the book of Revelation, they were speaking Hebrew. Jesus was speaking Hebrew to John. So in that case, he wouldn't have said, I am the Greek letters Alpha and Omega. No, he would have said, I am the Aleph and the Tav, the first and last letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And when he said that, what Jesus is referring to is going all the way back to Genesis 1-1 saying, hey, at the very beginning, I was there. I was there in Genesis 1-1. I was there at the creation. And I was there all throughout the scriptures. I am the Aleph and I am the Tav. Uh, and, and now we've got this Aleph and this Tav, which are literally going to the, 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 be, are being formed in the skies above America, will be finished on April 8, 2024. But most, even most Christians, most believers in this country, hardly anyone knows about this. We've literally got the, the sign, the specific sign, the Aleph and the Tav pointing to Jesus, pointing to Yeshua, so where he says yeah. in the book of Revelation, I am the Aleph and the Tav. Now we're going to have an Aleph and a Tav in the skies above America, but hardly anyone knows about this, Pastor Dan. Well, that that is just that is just really super fantastic, and you know, there is so many unexpected or expected things that could happen to America. But you know what? One of the biggest things, and you even address this in a book, is you know you call it cultural change or whatever. But the dramatic um, falling away, you know, people. You know, in fact, in my first program, I talk about Second Thessalonians. You know where it talks about where it says, you know, there, the Antichrist is not going to come until there's a great falling away first. Well, look around, uh, Michael. Isn't there a falling away already? And, you know, especially America. And then we have Yeshua putting his mark on America. That's got to mean something because I don't believe I don't believe in coincidences. You understand what I'm saying? Back to you. Yeah, I mean, it really breaks my heart, you know, and, and the, the institutional church has, has largely failed. I mean, you look at, uh, and I think this happened just since the last time we talked, Pastor Dan, where the, the Pope comes out and he says, oh, you know, from now on, priests can bless same-sex unions. You know, we've got over in England, the church is saying, hey, you know, husband and wife, those are problematic terms. You know, we don't want to offend anyone. You know, we and, and and we've got you know the Methodist Church, which is having you know homosexuals in the pulpit, just dividing that entire denomination. That's been in the news a lot, just the the breakup of that denomination. But you know, we 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 do see it's not just you know we see the church falling away. We see the the world going crazy, where people people are just you know, I mean our streets are descending into chaos faster. Dan, just today I wrote about. Uh, how earlier this week in California, Southern California, there was the street takeover, which happens regularly now, where just mobs of youths come and they take over a street. But when they were done with their street takeover, they decided, hey, we're hungry. So they went to a local bakery and there were literally more than a hundred young people. And they took a Kia and, and, and kept ramming it into the doors till they got in because it was, the bakery was locked, ran this car into the doors broken and then they just went in and grabbed everything they grabbed the cash register they grabbed the food they grabbed everything and they started eating and munching and and it was just a mob scene wow. and and you know what most people haven't even heard about that because this sort of thing has become so common that when it happens it's not even really newsworthy oh another mob of teens looted a store and, and dozens and, and dozens of teens went completely nuts and oh yeah we've seen that a ton of times before we're not even going to put that in the news but this right. is where our society is heading pastor dan yeah amen and there you said a, a you know a, a really important thing you know people were saying it's it's becoming commonplace it's just like you know it, it seems like all things that are the abominations in the word are now becoming commonplace 
And so if you speak against them, then, you know, and so people don't want to speak against them. They don't want to be ostracized. They don't, you know, or like the pastor, there's a pastor in England, you're talking about the UK, that spoke up and said that homosexuality was invading the church. Well, he got fired. Franklin Graham came forward and said the same thing. He said, you know, the the church is is just being corrupt. And he was talking about a church over there in England. And, and I don't remember exactly the domination, and I wouldn't really want to say it anyway. But the point is, is that it's just it, these things evil, and it is evil. If it's against God, it's evil. It's becoming commonplace. Back to you. We got about a minute and a half for break. Yeah, Pastor Dan, it should should it should break all of our hearts because because we, we don't want to see this. We don't want to see churches falling away, and then you know millions of people all over the globe look to these institutions for their spiritual guidance. But the, the Bible clearly told us, hey, these are going to be the conditions of the end times, and we are living in the end times. And I believe that Bible prophecy is about to become one of the hottest topics on earth. And and it, I, I believe Bible prophecy is going to be the primary witnessing tool that brings in the great and mighty final harvest, the greatest harvest of souls, I believe, in all of human history. And so that it's the message for this hour. It's the message for this time. And so I'm writing these books and doing these articles, these interviews, all things that we do to get the message out uh, to as many as possible while we still can, because the goal is not to just say, oh, that's interesting news. The goal is not to say, yeah, but the goal is, hey, we're trying to reach the world with the, the remnant, the remnant that's kind of been pulled outside of the institutional church. I've been called outside of the institutional church. So have you, Pastor Dan, so I have so many people, and, but, but we're, we want to be on the cutting edge of the renewal that God's going to bring in these last days, even in the midst of all the chaos and darkness and suffering. Yeah, amen and amen to everything you said. And and there may even be, we've seen some hope among millennials in the college. But we're really going to have to go to break. Um, tell them about how to find your subtract. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, you can uh, subscribe to my Substack at michaeltsnyder.substack.com to get the latest end times news on a daily basis. And then the new book we're talking about tonight is entitled Chaos. And you can find that in paperback and in Kindle format on Amazon.com. Yeah, amen and amen. And I strongly recommend this book. He really did a really great job, in it, and it has the important things that you need to know. And I'm sure he'll keep us informed beyond that. So subscribe to his Substack, I guess is how you call it. Anyway, we'll be back in about three minutes. Pastor Dan will be right back. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. In Genesis 41, tells the story of Pharaoh having a dream of seven fat ears of corn followed by seven blasted ones, meaning there's seven years of plenty and then there was seven years of famine following. We are now in seven years of famine once again, starting September 25th of 2021. Joseph's Kitchen is about getting actual wheat berries, putting them through a meal, takes 30 seconds, putting it along with the ingredients into a bread machine, 
pushing a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice steaming hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Most long-term storage food is from nine to $10,000, one person, one year. At Joseph's Kitchen, it's two people, one year, about $2,000. Then you decide whether you want to have food for one person, one year, two people, one year, four people, one year, or six people, one year, all at josephskitchen.com. That's right, about $1,000 per person per year at josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. back. This is Pastor Dan Catlin. You're listening to Messiah's Branch Prophecy on American Voice Radio Network. Tonight we are visiting with a, a really dedicated watchman and book author and radio talk host. I mean, he talks on a lot of different programs. Anyway, we're talking with Michael Snyder. We'll get to him back in just a second. I want to add to the Wichita Mission Church. You know, a lot of people don't understand. They think, well, you just take care of the homeless, you know, but we take care of the homeless and poor. A very, very small percent of that, you know, people say, well, drug addicts and everything like in all these big cities. Well, that's just not what we're seeing. A really small percent, less than 5% are even like that that show up at the Wichita Mission Church. Then you have at least 50%, about 50% of the people that show up are people from the neighborhood, are older people, and people that are working, and they had, they could barely keep a roof over their heads, let alone eat. And so we're helping those kind of people. So our numbers, we used to take care of, uh, before COVID, we used to take care, we have 50, 60 people show up a day. We thought that was a lot. Now our numbers are like 160-something, you know, that show up looking for food, clothing, first aid, Bibles, and we give them out all these things, Bibles and we give them the word and prayers and first aid. It just goes on and on and on. It's an awful lot for just a little mission church that is basically we're a home church with a building. So pray about supporting what they do and we do. But I want you all to do this. So I want you guys to go to Matthew 25, and I'm not going to read it all because of time's sake, but read Matthew 25, 31 to 46, and it talks about the Son of Man coming in his glory with all the holy angels with him. And he will sit upon the throne of his glory. And it tells you how he is going to judge the nations. And it's astounding what the judgment is based upon. And it basically boils down to loving each other and caring for each other. So pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. And if not, pray about supporting talk radio because we're trying to get the word out there to warn the world to be part of this, this soul-winning thing that's going to be here in the end times among everything else. All donations, no matter what size, helps. And the Father notices all donations that come from where? Your heart, of course. If you don't wish to help with the poor, consider a donation for radio airtime. Share a radio program. Share them on social media. That helps. You can donate online, cash app, mail a check or money order, call, give a donation over the phone, find all the information, PropsyHour.com. And now we're back with Michael. Of course, you're still with me, right, brother? I'm here, Pastor Dan. Yeah, amen. And as you pointed out last week, you know, we between what, what you do and, and what we do, and of course we've got, you know, another speaker on, but we are getting out there to, you know, most of the world, brother. We really are. Back to you. Yeah, I was excited to hear at the beginning of the program you talk about the foreign countries uh, which we're uh, which you're reaching through this radio program and and I'm always so excited when I see it, look at the analytics for what I'm doing and and I see that uh, you know the the information is getting to people in more than half of the countries of the entire globe uh, you know every month and so you know so it's we the internet is used for all sorts of evil things but at this time we can use it to literally be a missionary to not just one country, but countries all over the planet. And right. they desperately need to hear what we're sharing because they're not going to get it from the mainstream media. They're not even going to get it from conservative media or alternative media. 
but they, they need the truth and they need the hope that is in Yeshua because Yeshua, and we're drawing near, we, we're entering that period of time, the most chaotic time in human history, just before the return of Yeshua. And, and you know, as I, as I was, uh, you know, uh, writing this book, a, a phrase kept coming up in, in my spirit, chaos is coming, chaos is coming, kept resonating inside of me. And I thought it was, uh, you know, a, 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 a title for the book. And so I called the book ultimately Chaos. But that, but chaos literally was coming because this war, just giant war erupted in the Middle East, which we've been anticipating. And of course, now the, the conflict in Ukraine is going to a whole new level. And, you know, that's going to get even worse. You know, so we've got these wars and then we've got politics, which all the crazy things happening leading into 2024. You know, the year of the eclipse, the year of everything else is going to be the most chaotic election season in all of U.S. history. Never seen anything like it before. And then we've got natural disasters, just like January 1st. We had the thing in in uh, 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 Japan, and we want to watch Mount Fuji there. Uh, you know, I've talked about that a lot in this program, but we're watching Mount Fuji in Japan because that's going to really blow up at some point. Um, but then natural disasters are coming to the United States, too. In fact, you know, uh, just going back a second to this this giant X, which is going to form over America, uh, over the New Madrid Fault Zone. Well, we've seen it happen before, Pastor Dan. Uh, and one of my readers pointed out to me after the book came out, but if you go back, on, there was a solar eclipse that occurred on June 16, 1806, which crossed across America. And then another one crossed uh, the other, another direction on September 17th, 1811. And those two eclipses formed a giant X over the New Madrid Fault Zone, just like we're about to see, although this X was a little farther uh, to the north. Um, mm-hmm. But but there's another X over the New Madrid Fault Zone. And after that X was completed on September 11th, I mean, sorry, September 17th, 1811, then you move three months later to December 16th, 1811, and a giant series of catastrophic earthquakes began on the New Madrid Fault in 1811 and 1812, and they were so massive, there were several giant earthquakes that caused church bells to ring in Boston and Washington, D.C., caused the Mississippi River to run backwards, it caused literally giant fissures, long, long fissures, which were in some cases miles long, just giant rips in the ground. Uh, giant, these giant fissures extended for a long period of time all over the Midwest. But and, and these were the most catastrophic earthquakes in the lower 48 continental United States that, that we've ever seen in U.S. history. But they were preceded by three months by this giant X over America, over the New Madrid Fault Zone, and now it's happening again. Wow. Now, the, and on April 8th, 2024, the, the, the giant X will be completed. And, of course, we know it's been so many people have been shown by God that another great New Madrid earthquake is coming, but we know that it's going to be coming after the U.S. is involved in the formal division of the land of Israel, which I believe right. will come after this uh, war in the Middle East is concluded. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we've seen from, and we're, well, we won't have time to go into all that because it's pretty lengthy. Every time that we have um, pushed Israel to give up land, something very dramatic has happened in the United States, whether it was, you know, the, the hurricane or whatever. Um, we are, and that's what I'm saying about 20, uh, about 2024. You know, I was, yeah, 2023 was rough and it was, it was a rough year for us, you know, financially just because of the increase of people and so on and so forth and the inflation. But, um, you know, I don't know if, I, if raggedy old 23 doesn't, isn't going to look good compared to what we're going to see in 24 between the election and the war that's going on with Israel. And Israel is God's time clock. If you want to know what's going to, what things are going to have, watch Israel. When you see the chaos and the wars that happen over there, um, that's that's our t- a sign, a direct sign. Back to you. Yeah, watch Israel. And and as we get later into this year, we're going to be watching for news about the Ark of the Covenant. And I, and I explain why, and I cover all of it in, in, the, in the new book. So we're going to watch that. But right now, of course, we're looking at this war. Now, the war in the South 
you know, Hamas is no match for the IDF. The IDF is doing a great job and is dismantling Hamas, destroying the tunnels, killing Hamas fighters. So the, the war is going very well for Israel right now. But that's not going to be the big, biggest part of this war. Henry Gruber saw that when Israel goes into uh, Gaza, that's when the Great Middle East War will begin. But the, the catastrophic part is, is Hezbollah and Iran. And so looking north, and, and we've seen, you know, airstrikes, and we, we just saw this assassination of a Hamas leader in Beirut, which was deeply embarrassing for the leaders of Hezbollah, because they're right near their headquarters. They're supposed to be protecting this guy. And then the leader of Hezbollah comes out and says, hey, we're going to fight a war with no limits. If Israel wants war, we're going to fight a war with no limits. And Pastor Dan, people need to understand, there is going to be a war on the northern front. Why? Because Israel Israel has had to evacuate just a, a, a very large number of citizens from, uh, from along the northern border from cities and towns uh, because of uh, Hezbollah has been firing some rockets in, Israel has been firing back, but they've had to evacuate a whole bunch of people. And they're saying, look, we can't have this anymore. Israel's looking at Hezbollah and saying, look, according to the agreement, the UN agreement that ended the last war in Lebanon, you all are supposed to be north of the Latani River, okay? But Hezbollah's not. They're right along the border. And they're saying, if you're right along the border, you can fire into our towns and cities, kill our people. And our right now we've evacuated our people. We can't send them back till it's safe. You know, so this is a problem. You know, our whole, the whole northern part of our country isn't safe because you're right on our border. So it, it, Netanyahu's come out and publicly said this. Uh, Gantz has come out and publicly said this. Other Israeli politicians, they've said, hey, we want to conclude this thing in the South first, but once it's concluded, we're going we're gonna to say to Hezbollah, look, you've got to withdraw north of the Latani River, according to the agreement that ended last war, uh, so our people can go back and live in their, their towns and cities and, and be safe. We can't have you on the border. That's too much of a security right. risk. We're not going to tolerate it anymore. But Hezbollah will never, ever go willingly. So the IDF will be used to push them back. And when that happens, Pastor Dan, it's going to get crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're, if, a, if a person, and I know most people don't have time to go in depth to the, you know, all the news and things like, you know, you and I do too. You know, I, I'm consistently in the news, but there's already, you know, there, war is so close with Iran. The people don't understand in the first place that, well, maybe some do, but most of this is actually fueled by Iran and not Hezbollah and Hamas. They're actually proxies of Iran. And so we're talking about a greater war here, and it's it's getting edging closer and closer. And with what uh, just Biden hasn't even been firing back barely, even at the, the attacks that he's been getting from the Hustus or whatever you call them at the Red Sea. So this thing has really already escalated, but it's just not being pointed out back to you. Yeah, you know, the news is focused on other things, but the truth is U.S. forces in Syria and Iraq have already been attacked more than 100 times by Iranian-backed forces in, in those countries. So when, you, when your forces have been attacked more than 100 times, you're at war with the, those people, yeah. okay, you know? And, and then to just today, the U.S. Uh, conducted a drone strike and killed one of the leaders of those, uh, those Iranian-backed forces that have been conducting the attacks. And so there was a, another assassination today. There are so many assassinations happening, yeah. it's hard to keep up with them all. But this was in Iraq. A leader of one of those groups uh, was assassinated by the U.S. by a drone strike today. Uh, but a lot of people didn't hear about that because there's so many other news kind of drowning it out. And then the Houthis, the, the, the Biden administration, along with the, the UK and other Western powers, they issued a final ultimatum. They said, okay, guys, quit attacking shipping in the Red Sea or we're going to attack you. Well, the Houthis said, oh, we're not scared of you. And so they, they're, they're, they're just keeping on going on. And so, now the Biden administration's put up or shut up time. They're going to have to attack the Houthis in Yemen. So we're going to be at war with Yemen, basically, the Houthis in Yemen, too. Uh, you know, and, of course, they're backed by the Iranians as well. Iran is the power behind Hezbollah, 
and the groups in Syria and Iraq and the Houthis. And so, and the Iranians, they, these explosions which just killed all these people, it's, it's being called one of the, the biggest single attacks in Iranian history. The Iranians are treating it like they're 9-11, and they're, they're promising they're going to take revenge. And so they're steaming mad. So we've got tensions in the Middle East that have never been higher. We are going to see just a the, the war that's kind of been at a lower level up to this point, just pretty much Hamas and, and Israel, and then we've got these attacks on U.S. forces and so forth. But it, it's escalating, and I believe this is going to be a year of war in the Middle East, Pastor Dan. Well, amen, and, and let's throw this out here. You know, it, possibly, you know, I mean, you know, with all the the way that the elections go, so to speak, if it's even really election, there is a possibility that Biden will not be in office. The rest of the countries of the world think he's just a weak, feeble old man, and, and the military is down from what it should be, doesn't have enough soldiers, and so on and so forth, let alone we're running out of ammunition and everything. So right now, this next year, and especially the early spring, is prime for other countries to, you know, do things, whether it's China rushing and take over Taiwan, which could happen in uh, China and Taiwan in, in a May, 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 maybe June. And then you have, you know, Iran looking at, well, look, you know, Biden's not going to do this or that or whatever, and the military's weak, so it's a prime time to attack Israel. So this year, this coming year, and especially the spring and summer of it is Prime for these escalations as you talk about. Back to you. Yeah, and, and you know, after the uh, debacle we saw in Afghanistan where the Taliban took over the entire country before we can even pull our people out, uh, you know, the rest of the world looking at our military and saying, oh, what a joke, and it has become just this incredible, sad joke where we once had the greatest military machine in world history, now it's being transformed into a sick social experiment and you know like conservatives conservatives don't want to join the military young conservatives don't want want to join the military a lot of young liberals don't want to either but recruiting numbers are way down so our forces have been our conventional forces have been shrinking uh we're super low on ammunition because we uh uh sent most of our ammunition to ukraine and by the way they're starting to lose ground almost every day now. The Russians are, are, are winning and they're gaining territory steadily in recent weeks. Um, and, uh, you know, so our military is not ready to fight one war. Uh, but, you know, this thing with Russia uh, is eventually we're going to be in a direct conflict with, with Russia eventually. You know, the U.S. is already involved in a, in a, war, in a war in the Middle East. Uh, and, and then this thing with China, you just mentioned, Pastor Dan. No, China is not going to invade before the upcoming election. There's a presidential election coming up in Taiwan. And right now, the guy leading in the polls is the guy China hates the most. Okay, so that's bad news, because if the guy that China really, really hates wins, well, that's going to make a Chinese invasion a lot more likely. So let's watch right. this election in Taiwan, how it plays out. But it looks like this guy that China really, really hates is going to win. If that happens, well, I think China is going to look at 2024 very carefully as a window, like you said, Pastor Dan, because they're going to say, oh, uh, Joe Biden is weak. Amer American conventional forces are very weak. In fact, whenever our leaders have held war games saying, what would a conventional war look like over Taiwan in the Pacific between U.S. and China? Well, our own war games have shown China winning every single time. In fact, China wins faster. As the years go by when we hold these war games, China wins faster and faster and faster. So, yeah. and, and, and the only thing we would really have to deter them would be nuclear weapons. And the Chinese know Joe Biden's not going to use nuclear weapons over an invasion of Taiwan. That's just not going to happen. So right. the Chinese see a potential window uh, before this uh, next presidential election in the U.S., um, so we'll watch, Pastor Dan, that the window, if the, if the guy the Chinese hate wins this uh, presidential election in Taiwan, I think the window will open, then we'll wait and see what happens, and the window will may close after the upcoming U.S. presidential election, but, uh, and, but then again, maybe not, we'll see, 
but I think the Chinese, and in fact, uh, President Xi Jinping just gave a major speech, and he was very forcefully said, we will reunify with Taiwan. So basically, uh, and, and it's being reported, NBC News reported, in November, he told Biden face-to-face, he said, yeah. he, he told Biden, we are going to reunify with Taiwan, told him to his face, probably to see what his reaction would be. But the Chinese, they normally keep their cards very close, Pastor Dan, but I think right. they're getting very close to potentially pulling the trigger. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you pointed it out. Yeah, he warned him face-to-face that he was going to do it. He just hadn't decided of the timeline yet. And, you know, that's where some people put the timeline, like um, 2025, but then um, other analysts, like I said, uh, posted it, you know, within the next year, you know, the president, the, the election. So the whole point is, is you know, the word says, you know, wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in different places. I think we're kind of covering all that, aren't we? Yeah, Pastor Dan, we serve the one true God who created all things, who really has told us the end from the beginning. So God told us there's going to be wars and rumors of wars, and in modern times he's told us, hey, there's going to be these three wars, the three wars of the apocalypse that I talk about in the book. You know, uh, U.S. and China, U.S. and Russia, the great war in the Middle East, and I and we were talking about all these wars years in advance, way before all these things heated up, Pastor Dan, but all these things are coming to a crescendo right now. At the same time, we've got this most chaotic election in U.S. history coming up, which is going to cause chaos in the streets, and I believe that after the election, there's actually going to be more political chaos than before the election. So that is coming up the same time as that. At the same time, our planet and our sun are going nuts. We've got these earthquakes and volcanoes going off all over the world. Jesus said there would be earthquakes. He said that at the exact same time, we've got economic problems and hunger growing all over the world. Global famine has begun. Even here in the United States, one out of every five U.S. children did not have enough food to eat last year. So that's happening at the same time as pestilences are spreading all over the planet. So all these end time signs are converging, coming together, building up to a crescendo as we come up into 2024, the year of the great American eclipse, the year of the Aleph and the Tob, the year of all these things yeah. I talk about in the book, Pastor Dan, it, it, things are not falling apart. I, I, someone told me today, things aren't falling apart. They're coming together. Bible prophecy is coming together just as God warned us it would. And so uh, we should be excited and look up because our redemption is drawing near. But we've also got work to do to save souls, to win people for Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, while we still have the opportunity to do so. Yeah, amen. And and like I said earlier in the program, I just barely touched it. We are seeing an outpouring of the spirit. It started back with the Ashbury revival um, among young people. It was organic. It came because of them, and it went on for over a month. They finally had to shut it down because there were so many people that were coming to Ashbury, more people than the city could take care of, more people than they had bathrooms for, more everything. And but it spread just because they they had stopped it and kind of tried to control it. It spread out to other universities, and so prayerfully, I hope that is a, a real movement that we're seeing among young people, young millennials, because that would be part of this. Because really, in reality, that's that's who it's got to be of. Otherwise, the whole world is lost. Because I don't know the condition of, of some of these millennials and their thinking is just off the charts. Back to you. We've got about two minutes. Yeah, Pastor Dan, a great dividing is taking place. So the darkness is getting a lot darker, and we talk a lot about that, but the light is getting lighter, and there's a hunger, there's a spiritual hunger, and so we're seeing people pick a side. And if you're listening today, you're going to have to pick a side. The time of sitting on the fence is over. You've got to pick a side. And so people are saying, oh, I I want the darkness. And others are saying, no, I reject the darkness. I want God. I want the truth. I want hope for the future. And so people are picking a side. And then ultimately what this is leading up to is the the grand crescendo, the, 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 the final battle between good and evil, which has been raging for centuries, where it's going to come up to the, the final chapters, and ultimately the Antichrist will come, and at that point, you're really going to have to pick a side, because you're either going to take the mark of the beast, or you you get your head chopped off, you know, one or right. the other, you're not in one of the place, in a place of protection, um, you know, and so we're, we're leading up to that time, when there's going to be no more middle ground, and so if you're listening today, and you've not invited 
Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach in Hebrew, to be your Lord and Savior, to come in and, and to wipe your sins away and to give you a new life, to give you eternal life forever and ever and ever, a future that's so glorious I don't even have the words to describe. That can be yours, but you have to surrender to Christ. You have to accept uh, him as your Lord and Savior. You have to accept the free gift of eternal life that he paid with his own blood on the cross to to, to, to pay for. To, he, he, Jesus died on the cross so that you could live, so that your sins could be washed away, so that you could have eternal life. But you've got to receive that. You've got to ask him to come in and be your Lord and Savior. I urge you to do that today. Yes, amen and amen. And folks, if you need help, I'm a phone call away. Hey, uh, we're running, we're out of time, so why don't you, uh, tell them about your subtract again, how to find it in the book, and we'll talk again. Yeah, Pastor Dan, everyone can find my articles at michaeltsnyder.substack.com, and you can find the new book we talked about throughout the program today. It's entitled Chaos. You can find it in paperback and in Kindle format on Amazon.com. All right. Well, thanks for being with me, brother, and we'll talk again. And just keep up the good work and praise the Father. We'll talk again. Be blessed. Thank you, Pastor Dan. More than welcome. Amen and amen. All right, folks, that was Michael Snyder. Um, he told you where to find him. If you go and listen, if you're listening to these things on uh, branch.podomatic.com or prophecyhour.com, you'll notice there's a link to his substack. So simply click on it. And I included some other links with it, too. So um, check him out. His Substack is free. Um, of course, there's a version that you can subscribe to, but uh, most of the stuff is free. Anyway, pray about Support and Talk Radio. We really do need your help to stay on there. We've got some things we're trying to do to make things better, and we're going to have more guests. But we really do need your support. There's some things that we need some funds for in order to do that. And also the Wichita Mission Church. We really, really do need your support. You can help us by um, simply, uh, you know, sharing the radio programs. That's a help. If you don't want to do that, you know, pray about supporting us financially. Any kind of donation helps. All right. You can find all that information at prophecyhour.com. i got to get it out of here. <clears throat> so remember, though, folks, there is only, only one true God he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repentant sins, and he rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the way to the Father. Remember, always, always, always be a blessing to others. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's praying for Yeshua's return. Lord our God, Father Yahweh, King Universe, Father, I ask in Yeshua HaMashiach's name that, Father, you would please bless and keep them and that your face would shine upon them, and that you would be gracious to them and give them peace like no one or nothing else can. Till next, Lord Jesus, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. Y'all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch.